Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Hey guys, I hope you are all having the most best day, start today, week, month ever. I am back officially, like not half-assed. I'm back with my full ass now and I'm so, so excited to, I suppose, be in the mindset that I am now to be able to come back and deliver the podcast on a regular basis for you guys. I have had a, oh gosh, I would say like a two, three, maybe more, maybe longer, maybe like a three or four month break from podcasting. And I had so many of you guys reach out Literally, I probably get at least two or three messages every single day saying, when are you bringing back the podcast? Why aren't you doing it? Um, which means a lot to me. It really, really does. It It's so nice just to have the support because I definitely think I've done, gosh, over 70 episodes. I've been going for over a year with the with the podcast as, as it was doing weekly episodes. And I must admit there are definitely times when I think, oh gosh, like do I really have anything more to say or are people getting sick of the sound of my voice? Or um, I suppose just as a coach, we t- I talk so much and I do so much value over on social media and I did start to doubt myself and think maybe pod- my podcasting days were over. <laughs> and then I had all of these beautiful people reach out and say, when are you doing more? Like we've listened to them all. We're listening to them again, but we want fresh content. So thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody who still continues to share and to everybody who reaches out and, and you know, asks. So I'm back and I have been holding off on recording due to the recent circumstances that were in my life. So everybody by now, if you've listened to enough episodes and if you follow me on social media, knows that 2020 was eventful for me as it was for everybody. And this year I I'd made the decision to go through a separation with my husband and needless to say, it was definitely a very big and interesting time in my life. And during all of that, there are so many things that as a woman, you need to navigate men too. But yeah, for me as, as a female, there were so many things that I needed to navigate and becoming an independent mum was something that obvious, like, I mean, obviously nobody can prepare a hundred percent for what that looks like. But for me, becoming an independent mum was something that, um, I have thoroughly enjoyed, but also was, it was just a big experience. Um, you know, looking after things I decided, well, I should, I'm like, where do I start? Cause you guys know, I don't take notes. Um, 
I know a lot of you have been wanting to know what's going on with my love life. So you're going to have to stay tuned because I'm going to be talking about that today. But becoming an independent mum, single mum, when I, when I was going through the separation, I had lots of, you know, questions in my mind, like, do I stay where I'm living now? Am I going to be able to afford to, you know, keep up this lifestyle that we had created together on my own? Will I be able to pay my rent? I got a new car. There was so many things that I had to do, um, that surrounded the separation. And so, this last few months, I just honestly, I didn't have the energy to come in here and deliver for you guys and deliver for my paying clients. And if I'm brutally and blatantly honest, I was genuinely afraid that I might come in here and say something I didn't mean, or I might come in here and bring the wrong energy or have a warped view on something because there have been lots of ups and downs obviously that's what happens when people separate and, you know, nobody ever really gets married with the intention of becoming unmarried, let's be honest. And so that is why I had the break. And I know that there are definitely a lot of people that would love to know more about all the things, but when it comes to my relationship with my ex, I definitely cannot and will not be divulging information about why, what happened, all those different things. I think it's important though for people to really have an understanding that, well, my belief is, is that in every relationship we can point fingers, but 95, 99% of the time when we're in a relationship, that person is mirroring things to us that we need to learn for ourselves. And there is always two sides to every coin and both parties can be you know, guilty of hurting each other. And so when it comes to me and my ex-hubby, we both, you know, we both hurt each other in different ways and we both did things that and showed up in ways that we probably wish we didn't. But for, for whatever reason, we are now not together. And I think as time moves on, I think both of us will come to a really good place in our co-parenting situation, which is the most important thing it's taken me a long time to be able to just speak those words and just be like, okay with it and feel that I'm paying as much respect as I can, obviously, to everyone involved. Because I know with this world of social media and podcasting and there's intrigue and I've had so many people reach out to me and say, what happened? You know, like, and I'm like, well, number one, it's actually none of your business. Number two, um, not one thing happened. I think if it's, I mean, I, I can only speak from my side of the, of the coin, right. But I think that we have, you know, we do have the potential to meet different soulmates through our, through our lifetime. And I think that we had so many beautiful memories and beautiful experiences together and so many great years, um, of teamwork and we created two amazing children. And so there was so much greatness within that relationship But I also do believe that when I study human psychology, I do believe that at times people just uh, hate the word grow apart. So I'm not going to use that because I know that a lot of people are like, you've outgrown each other or him or her or whatever. And I hate when people say outgrow. I think that as humans, we, we get the opportunity. Now I can feel I'm on a tangent already. 
I love it though. I feel good. Like I'm talking and you guys are going to be listening. Um, I feel like as humans, there are, there, and I've done a, a full podcast about this, the awareness levels, consciousness levels. Um, there's also a lot to be said for the life cycles. And this is something I teach within my nine-week online coaching modules is all about the the life cycles and how that actually reflects on on where you are in life and how you show up as a human. But I do think that if you look at a deeper level at things, like obviously it's easy to say, oh, well, this happened and that happened and then that's why we broke up. And that's they're all that's all just surface level stuff. I now am at a point and I'm I'm really I'm proud of myself, I must admit. I definitely was in the space of, and we both did it, like, you know, blame, shame, point fingers, anger, frustration. That's just a natural part of um, going through something like a separation and a divorce, right? But um, when I have been able to kind of reflect and look back on things and really have an understanding because a lot of people want to know why did you break up? And what I was fearing when people were talking to me about this, and obviously my the privacy of us is super important, but what I was fearing is that if if I ever shared reasons why with other people, they would see that as validation. If that had happened for them, that that means they could break up too. And I do not think that anyone in this world should ever make any comparisons for what their relationship looks like and then what someone else's looks like. I think the the greatest gift you can give yourself as a human is understanding yourself. And for me, God, I love my, my tangents. I'm like, what was my point? For me, um, I believe that we do. We, we go through stages of growth in life and we get to pick and choose what awareness level we want to sit at. And if you missed that episode, I don't know what number it is, but it is epic, I believe. Toot, toot, toot in the horn again. Here we go. But I really do believe that that episode is one that should be listened to multiple times and understanding your awareness levels is important. And so for me, what I what I truly believe is that as we grow and as we evolve as humans, Sometimes there there is space and opportunity for us to have more than one soulmate in life or more than one person that we should be with. I also believe that some people are blessed enough to just be on the journey of growth with the one single person and it's the most beautiful thing ever. So I don't want anyone to think that my way is the right way. I really am cautious when speaking into relationships because like they say, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. You have no idea what people's relationships look like. The only thing you can really do is understand yourself and understand what you desire. And when you focus on becoming more whole as a human, it does become easier to then realize and reflect on what you want around you. And I am... I'm pretty badass and I'm pretty ruthless and I don't like to say that in a cocky way whatsoever, but ruthless in knowing what I want, who I want to spend my time with, and this comes to every relationship I have, protective of the energy that I put out there because what I do for a living is super intense and (laughs) there's lots, you carry a lot when you coach people and, um, And so as I've gotten older, 
I realized that there were a lot of things that there were a lot of parts of me that got lost along the way and it had nothing to do with my ex. It had to do with me. It had to do with me not standing strong with with things that I was good at, with things that I wanted to do um, and really in terms of relationship-wise, having agreements that move beyond just your wedding vows, having agreements on day-to-day basises that, that look the way you want them to look, right? And so... I, um, yeah, I think that if anyone really is curious around what happened, um, don't be curious. Don't, don't worry. It's that it's, it's, it doesn't actually matter. What matters is have I given myself the opportunity to understand who I am? And that answer is absolutely yes. And at the age of 36, I feel the happiest I've ever felt, even though I've caused absolute fucking chaos for myself and my life. Um, I feel the most comfortable in myself in every sense, in how I look, in my physicality, in my personality, in my flow, in my sexuality, in every single part of my being, I feel so good. I feel like my parenting is just on fire. I I'm living life so aligned. I got the tattoo of it because I was like, I'm so fucking aligned. Didn't even know what that meant. And I continue to wake up and just feel more and more aligned every single day. And so despite the chaos that came in, I suppose, in alignment with the journey, and I don't know if you could just hear my tummy grumbling, but this mic might be good enough that you can, (laughs) Um, despite the chaos that surrounded this this journey to alignment, I'm now on a path where I am evolving and I'm choosing consciously to operate at the higher level consciousness, the higher awareness levels. It doesn't mean I'm better than anyone. It just means that I've been put here to do things and the things I want to do require me to be at that at that level in terms of or operate at that in that state. Gosh, did I even get to a point? I have no fucking idea, but hopefully that gives you some insight. My overall point is that um, as humans, we, you know, we do get to choose our life path. We do get to choose how we experience life, how we feel on a day-to-day basis. And some people are really happy in certain situations and other people are not. And Maybe in some ways um, my life path, my career path, all those things has just pushed me into a um, into a position where I feel like I had to be so ruthless with the energy and with every part of my environment. So I think I've said enough about that and I think I'm I'm trying to be like so incredibly respectful and obviously just have you guys all understand that everything's perfect and everything happened exactly how it was meant to. And I truly, truly believe that. Um, One of the biggest things that I really had to do for myself was understand that every single situation I was being presented with was number one, potentially not going to be in my control. Number two, 
it was all about how I responded. And so my last few months, especially since I stopped the podcast, I've had lots of ups and downs and it's been all about managing my state. And it's been one of the most beautiful things that I've been able to regulate is that emotional maturity and intelligence is that ability to respond instead of react because I have reacted and sometimes when you react you don't love the decisions you make especially when they come from places of frustration or anger and god it is it just feels so good to be in response mode continuously and just coming from love and compassion and kindness for self number one but also for people around you because we can't expect everyone to operate where we're at and that is a life lesson for every relationship you have (laughs) and now I do I feel so much more in flow as a result so that's kind of where I'm at that's my little update I don't think I will talk about that much ever again I don't feel there's a need um but I know that you guys have just probably like, like for lack of a better word, I really love the fact that you guys are a bit like nosy and want to know what's happening. And I, I, it's probably not nosy. It's probably interested and curious. Um, and it's, it means a lot to me. I actually, I was actually speaking to my brother. He's actually helping me now with my podcasts and he's a sound engineer or soon to be. So yay. Um, no more shitty recordings from this end but I was actually speaking to him and I was like you know my my biggest fear is like this stuff goes out to the world this is public you're hearing all my thoughts and all my feelings and I said it's kind of weird because people care so much they want to know what's going on (laughs) but I love you guys for it and I appreciate your support so while I'm at that please share the shit out of it if you're enjoying this but I met someone. So I want to talk to you guys about that because I know that a ton of you have been asking and there's been a little bit of alluding being that I'm on social media and being that me myself, I'm absolutely in no way, shape or form shy with sharing. I'm good at selfies. I overshare all the fucking time. Um, I have had a number of people message me and say, what's happening with your love life? Have you met somebody? Um, are you dating? And I think some of the curiosity comes from other single parents or, you know, single people who are like, well, what's like, have you found it easy? What's your strategy being that you're a coach? And so I'm going to give you my little story and again, protect my new partner because, um, I've made a very conscious decision that I won't be sharing any of that side of my life with my social media at this point. And that's because I value this so much and it's really super important to me. And it's something that has really taken, I suppose, taken me by surprise a little bit, but I definitely feel that the reason I've been able to attract in a beautiful partner is because I've done a lot of shadow work and I've done a lot of, and I spoke about that in a in some episodes previous, I've done a lot of work to be where I'm at. And so in a lot of ways, I often say to him, you know, I give him compliments and say how he's, he's got so much greatness. And I'm like, I get some beautiful compliments and I'm like, we're just reflecting. It's just, it's just mirrors, right? Um, not to sound too, too cocky, but it's true in so many ways. 
So I'm going to give you my little story because then I don't need to talk about it again. Everyone, everyone can hear my cute story and, um, and I hope you enjoy it. But I'm going to, I'm going to do this in a way where I just want to share with you so that you guys also, um, maybe it might help you if you're dating or if you're wanting to date or if you're a, a new single parent, um, by no means am I a professional and I definitely feel I was very blessed and lucky to have um, created a relationship like this this early on. But so my girlfriends, you know, I'd obviously been a newly independent mum, single person, and my girlfriends were like, you should just get on the apps. And I was just like, the what app, the Tinder, the Twitter, I kept calling it Twitter. I think it's Tinder. <laughs> I was literally like, I have been in committed relationship for like 14 years and then previous to that five and a half year relationship. So I'm not one to um, date. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this is torture. I do not want to do this. And I got recommended over to an app from a friend called Hinge. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go on this app and I'm going to do it for seven days because typically what I'd seen around me with, um, with clients, with friends, with lots of different people. And just what I'd seen, what I'd assumed to be a little bit of a trend with these dating apps was that there was a lot of, um, what time wasting because you have to like on people and they have to like you back. And then you've got to keep like looking through all the new additions to the app and you've got to like refine your search. And I was like, this does not seem right to me. Like I just want to meet someone like organically, (laughs) like the veggies, right? I just want to meet them organically. Well, fuck, I don't go anywhere. So how the heck was that going to happen, right? (laughs) And I was like, this kind of sucks and we're in COVID, right? So funny and interesting times. Not that I was... I actually, to be honest, I felt a hundred percent ready to meet somebody, but I definitely was not desperate to, or craving it. I was really secure in my own happiness levels and I hadn't, I didn't feel a void at all. I was really, really, uh, mindful of not going into any new relationship if I felt there was a void, because I've always said, the person that you're with really should be a bonus. They shouldn't be a necessity. It's like a a want instead of a need. And so I was really cautious about that. I was slightly worried about wasting time on the app, considering I have a business to run and two children that I was having at that point, like 95% of the time. Uh, But I did it and I kind of joked around. I was like, well, at least I can have like a good little look at all the hotties on the Gold Coast because there are a lot of, you know, good-looking men with paddle boards and abs and staffies and, you know, a lot of CEOs and managers and directors out there in the world (laughs) Um, on the apps. And so, yeah, I spent seven days on the app and had like many, many, many conversations and many well, quite a few offers of like dates and beach walks and coffees and dinners and lots of um, suave moves and all that stuff. Lots of people asking if maybe I wanted to talk on the phone. And I was just like, every time it happened, I was just like, I just don't know. I can't be bothered. This just doesn't feel right. Um, The descriptions for me just weren't cutting it. And 
nothing much was happening, to be honest, that was exciting me. And I'd been away, I'd been out on a winery tour and I got home and I was about, I was pretty tipsy, to be honest. I'd had a few wines on the winery tour and then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to delete this fucking app. This is stupid because I could feel myself thinking, I'm just going to go sit on the app all night and just have a little flickety flick across all these men. And I started to just really dislike the behavior and how I was showing up in that space because I just felt like it was time wasting and it was taking me to my phone and all those things to consider. And so I was about to delete it. I thought that night I would get rid of it. And then um, a person messaged me and asked if I would have a chat on the phone and whether it was the wine or, you know, who knows, the, the, day, the last day of having it, I did. And we had one of the most cool and interesting conversations I'd ever had. And from that point, um, I think it was three hours later, we finished our conversation. And then the next night we um, had another conversation and that was another very long one. I think that was like four hours. And look, I can talk underwater, so I'm not surprised. I was basically more surprised that he wanted to listen and he had so much to say back. (laughs) Oh God. I'm going to cringe when I listen back to this. I know I sound like a little teenage girl, but I just, we had an instant connection. And so, yeah, I was, um, I must admit like, because my relationship had recently ended and I was navigating so many things, I was really cautious around letting somebody into my life. I was really cautious about what loving somebody looked like for me. I had really, really thought about how I wanted to show up in my next relationship and how I was going to come into that relationship in the with the right energy, in the right frame of mind, um, because there were definitely parts of me that felt a bit poor me, that felt a bit victim, that felt like maybe I couldn't give my trust to somebody. And so there was so many different things that I had to consider. Um, I also, oh my gosh, like so many things. And I'm sure if you're a parent, you can agree, but as any female, you know, when we allow someone into our life and especially on a personal level, on a sexual level, on all those levels, um, I, someone said to me like, why don't you just go and sleep around for six months? And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, ah, cringe. Like for me, I mean, I don't judge anyone for doing whatever they want, but for me, I was like, I just can't do that. Um, energetically I am at a point and I think a lot of women would agree where if you're allowing someone into your space in like, into your body, all those things, you've, you just, you've got to be, I was, I was like, I'm being totally cautious with this. I am not like having random men coming to my house or I'm not going to random men's house. It was just like, not going to be a thing for me. Oh, and man, do we know the Gold Coast is a small place because, um, yeah, it was so interesting. Like what was happening when I started dating, um, I won't go into that. That's like a story for another day. I can dangle that carrot, but invasion of privacy, let's put it that way, um, from people, associates that I know. Um, Gosh, but yeah, I'll I'll leave that one alone for now. 
But anyway, so yeah, we have been dating for a couple of months now and things are going great and I do feel and I am deeply in love and really, really fucking happy and yeah, the kids have met him and everything is flowing and I feel as though I have known this person from a past life. I feel without being gushy um, that I've met my intelligent match and um, someone who will challenge me and values alignments, so important. Um, if you if you don't know what your values are, you better get to it because you also want to be able to know what your partner values and really give op- the opportunity for conversation to flow around those things. I think that as a younger person, that was one of the mistakes I made is I didn't know myself well enough to have conversations that moved past what are the vows we're going to have in church versus what are the vows and what has, how are we going to show up on a daily basis for each other that shows each other that we're fighting to the death, that shows each other we're never giving up, that helps us both live in alignment with our values because I genuinely believe that you need to understand what your partner values so that you can help them achieve their goals. Um, it was one of the things we spoke about early on was both of us are really driven and both of us don't want to get in each other's way. We definitely want to create together, but we don't want to be in each other's way. And there's so much maturity that comes in a relationship when you're at, you know, your mid thirties, forties in comparison to a relationship that's formed when you're 22. It's a big fucking difference. Let me tell you, it's crazy. So if you are in that similar position, I really encourage you to really make sure that you understand what type of person you are, what is super important to you, that you really think about what you're going to embody as a if male or female. I think I have mostly female listeners, but I do know I have some male listeners. Um, as a human, what what kind of, who are you embodying? What is important to you? Are you in tune with your masculine energy, your feminine energy? Do you know what the balance looks like? Do you know what your values are? Do you know how you want to connect? Are you in touch with yourself at a sexual level? Is that important to you in a relationship? How do you want that to look? Because there's a lot of bravery that comes when you start to open that can of worms with a new person. And I think a lot of people fall short in relationships because they don't know themselves well enough and then they let somebody else in and then one one little bit of challenge or a hint of insecurity, a bit of fear comes in and the relationships can start to decline because you've potentially gone into something without really knowing your shadow sides, without really acknowledging where your fears are coming from. Man, like meet someone that challenges you, meet someone that's that's intelligent, meet someone that can talk to you about deep things and if you don't have some, you know, some sol- oh, solidarity, is that a word? Um, if you don't know who the fuck you are, well, you will get fucking burnt. You will get, you'll get squashed because if you want a certain level of intelligence and a certain level of commitment from somebody, if you want a certain level of all in trust, then can you provide it back? And man, I had to ask myself some of these good quality questions and go far out. This is, if this is it, that's a big claim, but I'm like, if this is it, we're all in, we're fucking doing this. Am I willing to go all in? Am I, am I absolutely willing to be my hundred percent 
open book self and that's scary for a lot of people. I mean, I had to work hard on like everyone has past trauma, right? But I had to work hard on healing different things from my past that got in the way of me being open and free and flowing at all times. And I still do the arms crossed every so often and I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. But most of the time I've chosen to really embrace my humanness at a level with my partner where I'm like, I want to go into this with the 100% authenticity, vulnerability, everything. My, my integrity has to be absolutely, you know, at its all-time best because otherwise you can't expect a phenomenal relationship to come out of anything that you show up as anything less in, right? So, yeah, I, um, I definitely had lots of concerns or lots of thoughts floating through my head about, all sorts of things. Um, am I going to be able to trust people? Am I going to be able to love again? Am I lovable myself? You know, um, what do I have to offer in a relationship? Like what am I bringing to the table? Who, who am I embodying? What is, what, what, what is somebody going to love about me and what do I love about myself? Um, you know, you have, if you're a parent and especially a mum, of two children or more, one, it doesn't really matter. Your body declines with age and with childbirth. You, those boobies are not sitting where they used to. And I, for one, do not want plastic surgery and do not want to have to, well, I've had, I've had a lift and a reduction, but I don't want to have to fix things too much. I want to embrace um, where I'm at to a degree. <laughs> That's a topic for another day. But wow, like all these things come up. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I've, I've got to let someone else in now. Am I ready? Am I okay with this? Am I going to do it fully? And then being a parent, you think about the kids, you think about the dynamic. And I know I could probably do a whole podcast on it and I might one day. But, you know, I remember thinking, will, will guys like me if I've got kids? What if they don't have kids? What if they do have kids? Do I want more kids? Like, do I want to embrace their children? Do I want stepchildren? Um, would I prefer someone who hadn't had children? What if the person hasn't had children? Do they want more? Am I willing to have more? Um, what if the kids don't like him? How are they going to react? When are we going to move in together? Are we going to live together? What are they going to call him? Oh my gosh. Like these are the types of things that go through our head, right? <laughs> and I'm sure if you are in any way, shape or form, in a similar situation, you'll be like nodding, going, oh my gosh, yes. So yeah, there was lots and lots of considerations. Um, but I am pleased to say that life is flowing in that area very beautifully. And I know that a lot of you wanted to know and were like, when are we seeing a picture and all those things? And I'm like, it's probably not happening because um, I'm going to be really honest with you, and this may shock a lot of you, but I value this relationship so deeply that I feel like it's a bit sacred at the moment. And I don't actually have any desire because for me, even sharing like this, I'm like, is this necessary? I think it is because I know you guys want my honesty and my vulnerability and my rawness. But why post to feel good, to get congratulated? I mean, yeah, thank you guys. It's lovely. For, I'm sure that you're happy for me, but um, outside validation isn't something I search for. And so 
really, I suppose it's more just to give you guys insight into what I'm going through, but also just to let you know I'm just as human as the, the rest of you with all the um, potential questions and insecurities and things that pop up when you become a single parent and you go through so much and you completely like, as like I've said, like rebirth yourself and rebrand yourself and you create, you have this new identity that you take on, which is, you know, single parent, independent mum, um, business owner who's doing and supporting herself 100% on her own and that's a big deal. And so, yeah, it's been a big few months, a big, well, gosh, it's probably more like a big six months, but um, thank you guys for hanging in there. And if you loved this and if this was helpful, please please screenshot, share it, tell everyone they must listen to get the juicy goss. There wasn't much juicy goss there, was there? Um, (laughs) But I hate to say, um, I hate to say, no, I don't think I will say that. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say that my advice for anyone who is looking, and I'm not a professional at it. I've I somewhat got pretty damn lucky with the person I um, accidentally ran into on the app, on the dating app because most of my friends are like, how the heck did someone like this come off a dating app? Because apparently the pickings are slim. <laughs> um, but my advice or my suggestion to you is really understand what you bring to the table energetically, um, awareness level wise, conversation wise, values wise. So into all of that, guys, that's the most important work we'll ever do is understanding ourselves. Because if we don't understand ourselves, we can never attract in a beautiful partner to do life with. Have a beautiful week ahead. Thank you. I'm back. I can't wait for the next episode. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.